0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 435. Customers given too many choices are 10 times less likely to buy and the advantage of no funding, both by Derek Sivers of Sivers, that's S-I-V-E dot R-S. And I am Dan, your host, and welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you each and every day from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship that we can find And today we've actually got two posts from Derek, so with that, let's get right to the first one and start optimizing your life. Customers given too many choices are 10 times less likely to buy. By Derek Sivers of Sivers, S-I-V-E dot R-S. For 10 years, Columbia professor Sheena Iyengar has been studying choice. For her research paper, When Choice is Demotivating, They ran a great test. They set up a free tasting booth in a grocery store with six different jams. 40% of the customers stopped to taste. 30% of those bought some. A week later, they set up the same booth in the same store, but this time with 24 different jams. 60% of the customers stopped to taste, but only 3% bought some. Both groups actually tasted an average of 1.5 jams, so the huge difference in buying can't be blamed on the 24 jam customers being full. Lessons learned? One, having many choices seems appealing, 40% versus 60% stop to taste. And two, having many choices makes them 10 times less likely to buy, 30% versus 3% actually bought. Surgeon Atul Gawande found that 65% of people surveyed said if they were going to get cancer, they'd want to choose their own treatment. Among people surveyed who really do have cancer, only 12% of patients want to choose their own treatment. So if you ask your customers if they want extensive choice, they will say they do, but they really don't. I recommend the book The Paradox of Choice if you're interested in this. Where does this not apply? In preference-matching contexts, where people come looking for something they already know and prefer, extensive selection increases the likelihood they'll be successful in their search. For example, a menu at a Chinese restaurant. Many tests have shown that when people are given some choice versus none, choosing between six possible activities versus being assigned an activity, having some choice increases motivation and enhances performance. How do we use this info? Online stores often offer too many choices on their front page. Lists of dozens of new arrivals, top sellers, sale items, and categories. Artists showcasing their art music, essays, and photos, often present a giant list of everything they've done. But all of us could come to these conclusions. Only present three to six choices at a time, no less than three, no more than six. And only show your deep selection when people are searching for something specific. My favorite example of this is Firefox's About Config feature. There are hundreds of intimidating options that are hidden from most people, but there for the few who need them. The Advantage of No Funding by Derek Sivers of SIVE.rs Having no funding was a huge advantage for me. A year after I started CD Baby, the dot com boom happened. Anyone with a little hot air and a vague plan was given millions of dollars by investors. It was ridiculous. Most business owners I knew would tell you about their businesses by talking about their second round of funding, their fancy encrypted, replicated load balancing database server. Their 20-person development team, their nice midtown office with a pool table, and their weekly promotion parties. When you asked what the business actually did, they couldn't explain it clearly. Then they would talk about LOI, ROI, NDAs, IPOs, and all kinds of things that also had nothing to do with actually helping people. I'm so glad I didn't have investors. I didn't have to please anybody but my customers and myself. No effort spent on anything but my customers. I'd get weekly calls from investment firms wanting to invest in CD Baby. My immediate answer was always, no thanks. They'd say, don't you want to expand? I'd say, no, I want my business to be smaller, not bigger. That always ended the conversation. By not having any money to waste, you never waste money. Since I couldn't afford a programmer, I went to the bookstore and got a $25 book on PHP and MySQL programming. Then I sat down and learned it, with no programming experience. Necessity is a great teacher. Even years later, the desks were just planks of wood on cinder blocks from the hardware store. I made the office computers myself from parts. My well-funded friends would spend $100,000 to buy something that I made myself for 1000 They did it saying, we need the very best. But it didn't improve anything for the customers. Never forget that absolutely everything you do is for your customers. Make every decision, even decisions about whether to expand the business, raise money or promote someone according to what's best for your customers. If you're ever unsure what to prioritize, just ask your customers the open-ended question, how can I best help you now? Then focus on satisfying those requests. None of your customers will ask you to turn your attention to expanding. They want you to keep your attention focused on them. It's counterintuitive, but the way to grow your business is to focus entirely on your existing customers. Just thrill them, and they'll tell everyone. You just listened to the posts titled, Customers Given Too Many Choices Are 10 Times Less Likely to Buy, and The Advantage of No Funding, both by Derek Sivers of Sivers, that's S-I-V-E dot R-S. When it comes to hiring, And I'm gonna keep this ending nice and short for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will, of course, be back here with you tomorrow. And that's where your optimal life awaits.